0: mainstreaming of weird weird look how do you become weird these days you have to take it used to be a four-year course now it's a five-year course to get accredited uh it's, it's a it's a lot of work and i don't recommend it for the timid or the meek
1: where does weird
0: go though like where can weird go these days where can you take weird you know, I, weird can, you know, has been assimilated into our society. You could be uh, a, a weird uh, belly dancer or a weird CEO, president of a multinational conglomeration. So I really, you know, weird is all over the place these days. Hey man, y'all already know what it is. Minority Agenda Podcast. It is May 11th, 2018. We are back for an effect, you know, one half for Carlo Americano. And unfortunately, Isaiah Thornton, if you kept up with the last episode, he was not going to be able to make it this week due to his graduation from college. So, we had last week's guest filling in for him, Miss mm-hmm. Veronica Perez
1: hello hi yeah yeah well congratulations shout out to isaiah for you know getting his graduation on you know the last one of us
0: yeah really... also. yeah i mean i, I kind of felt bad man because i started after isaiah, and i don't know how i finished before him
1: oh okay well I... no no You did. <laughs>
0: i did but i think well I, I had credits like at a previous college so i think that's why
1: yeah yeah no that'll get you that'll get you uh, is he going, do you know if he's going back to Dallas after
0: this? I remember he saying he wanted to go to, uh, to, um, TSU in Houston, Texas Southern University.
1: Oh, but I, okay. But I okay. haven't, but I haven't, well, but I, that was like, him.
0: but that was like a while back. So I haven't really, um, uh, talked to him about it in a bit. So I don't know if he's changed his mind since then. So I have mm. to, I will have to see, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll have to hit him up later and see what, what he decided to. What what uh, university he decided to choose? Okay. Mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, congratulations to her. Congratulations to everybody graduating this weekend and. Are there any graduation next week?
1: I have no idea dude it's so funny like once you are out of school even if it's like technically I've only been out for what a semester maybe two yeah. so you lose track of everything yeah, you, do. you know you know, when you go to school everything's broken up mm-hmm. into like increments a week six weeks you know yeah. uh, benchmark tests all of that and now in life everything like floats yeah. day in day out you know it's a totally different ball game so no I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I uh, I mean that is true. I mean, even though school could get kind of monotonous at times, it is kind of nice knowing that you kind of have like a set schedule. I mean, I mean, in life, me personally, I also have a set schedule, but I feel like with school, it's almost more enforced. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Well, I think what it is with school is that they make the schedule and the benchmarks for you, and that's a funny thing with. Once you get out of school and you're like, oh, shit, like, I'm responsible for my own success and happiness. And, like, nobody is going to give me a grade for changing my own damn tire. You know, I don't get the satisfaction of having that hundred given to me. I have to come up with, like, my own monthly goals and, like, six-week goals and, like, yearly goals. That's why they have New Year's resolutions, I guess. Right?
0: Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I don't personally... Believe in new year resolutions. But, you know, I mean, it's nice if you do. But,
1: no, no. But, uh, the reason I even... I've been thinking about that a lot is that it's actually my birthday this weekend. It's mm-hmm. this Sunday. And so I have mm-hmm. a friend of mine who... Uh, he doesn't do New Year's resolutions either. What he likes to do is he likes to do birthday resolutions. Mm-hmm. So he's like, because everyone does their stuff on the New Year, uh, it's not personalized. It doesn't mean anything internally for them. Right. But, excuse me, I had to like burp my beer up. I, every time I come in here, I have to like drink a little before I come because I get so nervous. Is that silly? No,
0: nah, I was, I just drank the bottle of water. Right, <laughs> I just chugged down the bottle of water like right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. But um, no, he 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 does birthday resolutions. So every year on his birthday, he comes up with goals that he wants to achieve by the end of his next birthday. So I thought that's pretty cool, you know. So I think I'm gonna start doing that.
0: That's, I mean, any type of goal that you set for yourself, in my opinion, is is excellent, you know, because you always want to be focused and you know, just have some sort of, you know, satisfaction of completing a task or whatever it may be, big or small. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I particularly don't believe in, like, New Year's resolution because I feel like you can have a re- resolution at any time during the year. And it's just
1: yeah.
0: it's just more of just <clears throat> building the strength and the courage to actually do it and not be complacent with yourself.
1: Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, every day, if you think about it, every day should be a resolution. You know, you wake up every morning. That's your new chance right there, baby.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I learned a long time ago that – Getting up out of bed is probably the hardest thing that you would do in that day
1: mm.
0: in, some, yeah. in some aspects when you really think about it. You know, the fact that you're actually able to get up and, you know, not say, you know what, I don't care about work today. <laughs> but, but, you know, in the back of your mind, you do. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> could
0: we, we, we all have that thought, you know. You you lay there and just like, I don't care about working out. I don't care about eating. Well, maybe not eating. But <laughs> I don't care about mm. Working out, I don't care about about that. Yeah, I don't care about working out. I don't care about going to school if you're going to school. I don't care about going to work. You know, we all have those moments where we just lay there and just stare at the ceiling. And we're just like, nah, not today. But, you know, the fact that you're able to, you know, really build up the the strength to get up, it's, you know, it says a lot about people in general. It
1: does. It Mm. does. And. I mean, and to your point, Isaiah, what you were saying earlier about how it's, uh, how the big thing is about not just setting the goals, but actually following through with them and not becoming complacent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think a big thing of it is, and I think that's why resolutions are important. I mean, like you said, they don't necessarily have to be in the new year, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, there's two things that come with that i feel like in order to accomplish the goal they have to be specific and they have to be timely like you almost have to set a date for yourself i'm gonna do this by this time and you can't just say i'm gonna make a lot more money like how much how exact how much more money and how are you going to do it you know because that that rewires your brain to start thinking about the specifics and that's almost the law of attraction and the law of action in a way you know if you start thinking it you start planning it out i mean eventually you'll start doing it and then in a way it'll also come to you it, the universe will work with you if you let it
0: so you're talking about your goals being measurable
1: Mm-hmm. A- absolutely yeah. absolutely
0: i mean yeah I, yeah I feel that yeah yeah you want to be you want to be realistic at the end of the day you want to you know you don't I think sometimes we set these standards for ourselves that, you know, just can't be met. Not saying that they will never be met, but just in that moment, you know, it Mm. may be more difficult to complete a certain task or goal than if you, because, you know, you need build, you need building sometimes to be able to to achieve what you want to achieve. And, you know, you got to build yourself up to a certain degree before you can take on a certain task. So I think it's just good to start out small in some basic, um, goals you know because that's why people set out like small goals six months goals you know and then they have the long-term goals you know five years from now and stuff like that
1: yeah yeah no that's also true and you also can't be i mean that sounds so corny right like everything we're talking about is so i mean yeah it is
0: corny but it's not
1: any less real right because corny is the truth
0: it is man. a lot of corny stuff you know that come out of people's mouth a lot of time it's true you know it's just the way we mm-hmm. say it. I think. I think it's just the way people say it is what comes out corny, you know. But nevertheless, they're absolutely true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of corny, mm-hmm. I mean, not that the video itself was corny, but Childish Gambino has mm-hmm. been in the news a lot this week. This he, has been
0: he has. This has
1: been a these past seven days for him.
0: He has, man. He dropped the the Made in America video. When was it? Saturday night, I think it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it was a little bit after or during SNL, I believe.
0: Yeah, so it was like yeah, after Saturday night. So you know, he had mm-hmm. a whole he had a whole rollout. You know, he had the the SNL uh, hosting SNL. Then he dropped the video. Then you know, uh, the Han Solo movie's coming out like in two weeks, I think. He's gonna be in that. Oh yeah,
1: no. Talk about having your life manifested for you. I mean, that dude is rolling out like hits after hits. A lot of people are even saying that's the best SNL episode or that best SNL uh, couple sketches that they have seen in a long time.
0: I I, I didn't watch any sketches yet. Did you?
1: Oh yes. Okay. I so I, I really, it. I know I, I, heard,
0: I, I heard people over, t- uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just, I just heard uh, people talk about them around me, but I haven't necessarily watched them myself. I mean, I don't really care for SNL like that. So that's, one of the main reasons so
1: yeah no uh, i mean i understand and most people don't you know uh, i guess it's just like him you know being on the pedestal that he is right now people tuned in but to right. the to the main sketches that everyone was talking about was uh amigo sketch mm-hmm. and i yeah. believe um the kanye place so uh, and i feel like the Kanye place, it was, both were really funny sketches, but the Kanye place was satirical and funny in a way that made sense. It was almost sort of like an homage to what a lot of people said that he was trying to um, spell out in his This Is America of, of video of, about uh, distraction. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, have you seen A Quiet Place yet? The horror no, no,
0: no, I still haven't seen it.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's essentially about a horror movie and, uh, a, a bunch of monsters. If you make any sort of noise, everyone has to be super quiet or else they'll get you. Right. And so Donald Glover and a bunch of the comedians, they are in a field and, um, Donald Glover has his cell phone out and he suddenly starts reading the Kanye tweets, you know, from a couple <laughs> weeks back. Um, about Donald Trump and all of that. And I was like, Shh, you have to be really quiet or else they'll find us and we'll get eaten. Right. And suddenly, Kenan Thompson sees uh, Kanye in the MAGA hat and he's like, oh, shit! <laughs> and suddenly, like, everyone dies, just mostly. F- and just not freaking so... out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so the monsters come and obviously they eat them up. So they're like, you can't do this. This is a distraction from the real problem. So mm-hmm. I just thought those those... That was pretty smart of them.
0: I mean, yeah, Gambino's always, you know, had that that sort of, um, you know, like like you said, he's smart when it comes to his humor and his uh, style of uh, comedy. You know, it's never going to be something. There's always going to be something to it
1: mm-hmm.
0: That that's always going to make you uh, look at whatever he's presenting a little bit deeper.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, he's all about keeping it weird and keeping it real, right?
0: hmm mm-hmm. Which, uh, what do you, I mean, what do you think about that? About um, weird being so, I guess, mainstream almost now in days? Like, because like, I grew up, I wouldn't say I was the weird kid, but I was always into, like, weird stuff. And, like, mm-hmm. back in the day, like, most people would never, either they wouldn't want to hear it, it would, or they just wouldn't take you seriously they wouldn't fuck with you yeah. yeah yeah and it's just like you know now you look at it nowadays and that's like the, the thing to do and i'm like well what the hell like y'all y'all are, you know y'all are into a uh, conspiracy theory now when i've been watching since like 2004 like really y'all y'all, y'all really ca- <laughs> care about this now y'all y'all are really just found about nk ultra and you know fema doing stuff you know i mean i mean it's cool i mean yeah y'all y'all are late to it but you know it's whatever do you, right. do you? I mean, do you do you, right. have, do you have anything to say about that? About like being weird and like presenting weird as you know being cool, I guess.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, I, I totally know what you feel like that. I mean, you think that growing up, you think that you're one way. You know, I, I, I'm. I'm the same way. I grew up a weirdo. I was never the popular kid in school. I was always with. Uh, um, the awkward kids, the corny kids, uh, the cornball kids, you know, that made the jokes <laughs> and that had all these ideas. We never followed through on them, you know, right. that were, but, and it just it drives me absolutely crazy because it seems that weird and hip hop and anything conscious and being quote unquote woke now mm-hmm. is, part of the mainstream culture part of the popular culture mm-hmm. and i'm like i wish and I, I just looking around and i'm thinking like i wish you guys would have figured this out like five years earlier so my high school life would have been a little easier you know
0: <laughs> i mean yeah i mean like i said i was never like i said i mean maybe i was weird to some people just but just because of my interests, but i don't think i've ever like presented myself as like I guess And I don't even like to use weird because I feel like sometimes when people, you hear somebody say I'm not weird or something like that, it's kind of coming off in like in a negative context. So like, Mm -hmm. I would say that uh, it's more so, I don't know, just trying to like show people that, hey, I may be interested in this, but that's not all I am. It's what I experienced when I was like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just like, yeah, I love, you know, I love uh, Led Zeppelin and, like, Porter's Head, but I still jam, like, you know, like, Mike Jones and Slim Thug and stuff like that, like, when, like back in the day. And, you know, I may be into, like, you know, JFK conspiracy theory, but I also like, you know, um, just stupid ratchetness. <laughs> so... Right? So, like, you know, it's yeah. just... It's, it's always been about that to me, and I feel like nowadays, it's like, you know, that's almost like the end thing to do, you know? Like, oh, yeah, you can like um the Migos but you can also be into I don't know paleontology and Celine Dion (laughs) yeah something like that yeah
1: exactly and and that's the thing is that multifaceted and it's like I don't know if you remember when you were in school like clicks were a thing right you had your uh football kids or your cheerleader kids and then you had your theater kids (laughs) etc And now everyone wants to be that person that's, oh, don't define me as this. You know, oh, I can I – like exactly what you said. I think it drives me crazy mm-hmm. because there's a part of me – okay, so I have two parts of me. I have one part of me that wants to be all Zen and Gandhi about the ish and be – Everyone is allowed to like what they like. It doesn't matter when they catch on and when they don't catch on. Right. As long as they're being sincere about their feelings, they should do whatever they want to do. And mm-hmm. there's other parts of me. it's like, "Bitch, like I like that first. Why are you all up in my
0: shit?" Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I definitely am a snob to like some things like that. Especially, oh yes. Especially when it comes to like hip hop or like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, music in general. I'm, I'm I'm a pretty big music snob in general. Like when it comes to like hip hop or or metal or jazz stuff like that i just look at some people when they when they like listen to like a certain jazz record i'd be like you don't know what that is you have no idea like like listen to like something right. from 2015 i'm like you don't know who cold training or stuff like that you know like the snobbiness just starts oozing out of me i'm like you have no idea right. what you're listening to like
1: a disease you can't stop it it's like instinctual you're like yeah. what the fuck do you know about? <laughs> such and such yeah. it's just like people on the gambino train right yeah. some people uh some people will come up to you and they'll say um yeah no, did you check out the made in america uh this is america video uh i've been fucking with gambino since the beginning uh when camp came out i went crazy and i'm like okay but what you know about the mixtapes though mm-hmm. like see and <sighs> You know, you don't want to stop people from liking what they like, but at the same time, it's like get some context. You yeah. know, if you're if you're really a nerd about the stuff, if you're really passionate about it, if you're really super cool, I understand that we're all busy, but. And also, I'm just a big fan. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just a big fan of people giving me credit. I feel like if uh, <laughs> everyone just gave me a, if everyone just gave me the credit that I deserved mm-hmm. for figuring out uh, like finding and discovering the stuff i would everything would be all good like i would have zero problems oh you like gambino yeah veronica showed it to me that's damn right i showed it to you okay i need all of that i yeah. need it in my ego please. So, you, so you just want
0: so you just want the credit
1: yeah of course
0: uh i don't really lean toward the credit like that i mean there's definitely some things that i've put on to people that you know they've they've told me like hey i I figured this out because of you or, or i heard this because of you or you retweeted it or you or you, you know you you know stuff like that but you know it is nice though you know when i when somebody does say that like oh man like you, i saw you post this and now it's like my favorite song ever stuff like that and you know that, that's nice you know here and there but I don't, I don't really lean toward the credit too much sometimes i like to live in my own little bubble where i'm like um I just, you know, there's certain music I hear or whatever type of art that I know about. And I don't know, like, no, like, like nobody around me has ever heard this song and I love it. You know, yeah. it's stuff like that. Like, you know, like, especially like with me, like.
1: It's your own little private party of one and right. you're living
0: for it. Right, right, especially like with me in sampling and making beats, like there's music that I know people around me have never heard and probably will never hear in their life. Because I go through, like, catalogs and catalogs of music from, like, the 60s, the 70s of artists that, you know, never got a shot back then. So, like, these people, so, like, the general public has no idea who these people are when you, when you play it. So that's why I'm always, you know, and that, and that's the point of, like, you know, being a producer, especially a hip-hop producer and digging for samples. You're looking for that artist in that song who never got the credit. Because I would never in my life ever sample Madonna or something like that. Not to say you can't. But I personally would never sample Madonna or Celine Dion just because Mm -hmm. those artists are just too big. And I'm looking for that that female singer back in 1972 who had an amazing voice, but because there was no internet back then, never got the shot that she deserved.
1: Ah, see, so you're not into uh getting the credit you are into distributing the credit it oh
0: yeah, like. yeah 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 the yeah I, yeah i always want people
1: you're a better you're a better person than me ricardo <laughs> i just
0: want it all no no like like i just want people to dis- i want to present these artists and that's why sampling is such a beautiful thing to me because it's just giving people the credit that they never had back then because there's, there's so many musicians that never got that big break you know they put out like one or two records back in like 1973 and that was it and you never heard anything for them but you discover that record on youtube or in the record shop and you just hear it and you're just like this is the greatest thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> and it was made in like some um bedroom studio in like the middle of like richmond california or something like that but it's like the greatest it has like the greatest arrangement and the greatest like violins and or- orchestra you ever heard in your life and like what is this and you hear it and you're just like, I gotta let the world. I gotta let the world know. Now, me being a producer, I would never let you know who it is because I don't. You know, as as being a somebody who samples, the trick is to like not tell people who you sample and try to see if they can figure yeah. it out.
1: Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't know that was the thing. I thought the whole point of it was to, you know, create the sample, uh, put this music out there, and then. You know, put out the name of the person who you sampled, right? Because
0: no. isn't that how? No, I mean, I mean, you're
1: really making people work for it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I
0: mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's really old school. Like back in the back in the day, like that was like a big thing to where you know who you sampling. Like you would never tell, and like to this day, I mean, I, I take, I have that same mentality. I would never tell you who I sampled. Never. Like I would let you. You have to figure out who it is. <laughs>
1: I can't let you
0: know my secret sauce yeah yeah I, I can't let you know who I say well, like, like no and like and it's just but I'll, that also goes into like uh, like you know the music industry where you know samples have to be cleared but if you manage to find that one artist who only made like a hundred copies of one record and nobody's ever heard on earth you could kind of get by to where you don't have to clear a sample and you could probably uh, re- retain all the royalties without having to pay out you know but then again you know, you kind of want to Because, you know, you, you come across some, some certain artists And they kind of just want a percentage So, you know, they want 30% of the, of the royalty Which is fair, you know, because it is the record And, you know, since you do like their music You're like, alright, yeah, that's cool, you know Just, you know, drop a contract uh, Have your lawyers look over it And then, you know, you get 30% of You get, you get 30% of the song but that's that's industry that's industry talk, you know. Yeah, about, I was
1: saying that was Ricardo yeah. uh, Mexicano with the yeah. record biz talk. Yeah, yeah, that, there that was yeah. that segment.
0: <laughs> no, that's getting that's getting a little bit too ahead, but no, nah, you're good, you're yeah, good. Yeah, we're getting off, we're, we're, we're getting a, we're getting into producer hip hop talk. I want to get off this topic. Um, okay. Um. So we were talking about Gambino, right? So, mm-hmm. so he has this const yep. so so he has this constant rise. Um. Um, Do you see him stopping anytime soon?
1: I actually think, and I was talking about this with a, a buddy the other day, that this is his, like, jumping off moment, really. And, um... And I was just thinking about this because some people say it's like, no, no, Gambino, he exploded when uh, Redbone came out. Like that was that was the time where everybody knew him. But no, the the virality of this video, like he is going to get he thought he got bitches before. Mm -hmm. People are going to clamor to him now. And Honestly, I can't get on Facebook and scroll like my thumb five inches without finding like Have you seen the deep hidden meanings mm-hmm. in Gambino's? Oh yeah. This is America video. Oh like, yeah. I if go I on. See I am going to scream. Oh yeah. I go on YouTube.
0: Oh, I go on YouTube and I see like a thousand react videos and a thousand detailed explanations. Rah. I'm like, I can't, I can't watch these. No, rah. please get these things out of <laughs> my face. I just want. Let me just watch the video. I'll interpret it for myself. And everything else is, you know, everything else is circumstantial. Like, you know, I don't have to, you know, like, let me just watch it. All right. I don't need, I like, I hate people like literally an hour, two hours after the video came out, people were already making, like, try to figure out the details. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like just watch it and just enjoy it. Like, you don't have to try to break down everything he was doing. You could do that after, after you watch it like maybe three or four times. But like,
1: well, I mean at the same time they probably did you know uh those people that made the videos like i don't necessarily i mean i get why they're making it it's the same reason why we're talking about it you know they gotta eat not that we get paid for this podcast no, but yeah yeah, yeah. They gotta...
0: yeah nobody gets, <laughs> they nobody gotta... nobody gets paid here folks just just so right knows. right until
1: we get sponsored shout yeah. out you know yeah please I mean, we're, somebody, available. Somebody, we're available
0: Wingstop, somebody wayne
1: <laughs> somebody <laughs> absolutely <laughs> So no but um no but they got to eat and you have to jump on whatever is getting attention. You know, yeah. the minute that uh, the minute the video came out, you knew that's what everybody was going to be talking about. Yeah. And I, I just I I have not There has not been a day since Saturday that I've not seen Gambino's name on my Facebook newsfeed. And I just find like this is really his moment Mm -hmm. where he is, he's no, he's uh, officially up there with the A and B list celebs he he's not longer he's no longer gonna get to be that underground indie artist and kind of sort of sneak into the club and not have anyone bother him for the most part no at this point he is going to have to deal with uh people making up stories about him or people scrutinizing every little thing that he does like dating a white woman or marrying a white woman oh, and we, then uh, we're gonna get to we're
0: we, we, we gonna get to that we're gonna we're gonna talk about that um but right. I mean, you say A or B-list. I, I definitely say A-list now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, come on, man. You and, and you said, you know, some people thought it was Redbone. Yeah, it was Redbone, but it was because it was in Get Out. That was another thing, too, yeah. you know. So that kind of, like, oh, and- that, that kind of perpetuated, sure. that kind of, per- like, because people are, were already liking the song when it dropped. But once that thing got put in Get Out, it was out of here, like, at that point.
1: Oh, God. Yes, absolutely. And so these past couple of years, like, with, Simba, Lion King, everything, it's really been his launch. I mean, every th- these past couple years have really been his launching pad. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm just, I'm sitting here really curious as to whether or not, I mean, not that we'll ever know, but if he's going, if he's enjoying it or if he's worried about it or what, because it's funny because all of these artists work so hard for so many years to get noticed and have their art recognized and be considered good by masses. Right. But when you get to that point, you're like, oh, shit, like, now I can't, you know, go mm-hmm. get me some frozen yogurt with, mm-hmm. like, my baby mama right. anymore, you know? Um, But, dang it, what was I going to say? I
0: don't know. Can you li- uh, live a normal life?
1: Yeah, no, you can't live a normal life, but I... I mean, I remember Gambino when I was in 10th grade and uh, he used to make YouTube videos with his friends, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, Well, not YouTube videos, but basically little movies with his friends and then a community and then his comedy tour. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so funny when you really follow an artist from the ground up,
0: yeah.
1: you see... Now, not only do you feel like you have... Like, you kind of know the person, but you have, like, almost a protection over him. Like, you feel like, you know his, you know, like, mentally that he's not, that he's not worried about Shaw. You know, he's just in here to make, he's just in here to make the art. Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, the money is cool and all, but, like, all of you guys that are late to it just uh, don't really know the real deal, just... You do not really know what you're talking about. Uh You have to be okay with that. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's <laughs> okay. All you have to do is just give me the credit.
0: <laughs> That's all you still Yeah, You're really hung up on the credit, <laughs> <Yeah>. aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I mean.
1: What did you make of? What did? I mean, I know that. I know that you're not into it, but I mean, I'd be curious to know. What did you make of the video? Of the video? Hmm.
0: I mean, I, I liked it. I, I liked, I liked the video. I mean, like we, we want my opinion on like what I thought it meant and all that.
1: Yeah, I guess if you want to look it into that, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, I mean, it's kind of like what most people have been saying. You know, they, some people have been able to interpret it pretty good. Although I think there's still a lot that's, you know, pretty, um, detail that we probably are are still missing. Um, I, I like it, you know, because it is a lot about you know distraction about you know something happening but as long as the, as long as the kids and people are dancing to the, this over here it's okay you know because we'll forget about it in like a week or two or maybe in just three days you know it doesn't matter that you know 12 20, uh 12 to like 20 kids just got killed in a high school because you know um uh, post malone just dropped a new album so we're gonna rock rock to this you know all
1: right absolutely
0: so i mean yeah i mean i I love the messaging like i don't go crazy in general about um music videos or i mean this is going to sound a little cynical but i don't care like when even if it's my favorite art i don't really care when they drop music or or do anything in general because i'm just like i don't i don't know what it is when it comes to me but i don't i'll listen to it eventually but i don't i don't get excited is what i'm trying to say like nothing excites you don't me. get
1: excited that day
0: Mm-mm. never it could be cole uh gambino kendrick kanye i don't get excited i just you know when i want to listen to it i'll finally listen to it and Bruh. yeah I, I it's just i don't know it's just something internal. i don't know what happened to me <laughs> like throughout my life to where i just don't care you know if it's a movie i don't care like i just eventually i'll just catch it and it's, it's nothing it, nothing in me says oh my god I, I need to watch this i need to listen to this right now it's just like hmm okay like calling drops drop something i'll get to it in like four, four hours that's cool um but that's just me i don't know why like and i've been like this for the past like i wasn't always like this cause i remember there was a time where things decided me but maybe for like maybe the last four years, it's just something inside of me. We're just, I think I get more excited over people's accomplishments and not really, you know, their output, I guess. You know, when what I do sit- you mean?
1: Like if they're hosting the VMAs or something?
0: No, 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 no. Like if they get like a Nobel Peace Prize or something like that, like like how Kendrick did, like that's the stuff that excites ah. me.
1: That's
0: the stuff that, that excites me
1: okay okay no no
0: no Kendrick didn't get the Nobel Peace Prize he got a Pulitzer Prize but you know what I'm trying to say yeah 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 Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say like stuff like that excites me or if I see or Meek Mill getting out of jail that excites me um (laughs) like stuff like that like I, I love stuff like that like very very humanistic um um topics
1: you can
0: relate to yeah yeah like you know somebody you know uh, because you uh, you can imagine
1: winning a pulitzer prize and getting out
0: of jail (laughs) yeah i know right yeah (laughs) but i know (laughs) i know people who have been through that's what i'm trying to say you know
1: yeah
0: maybe not the pulitzer prize i I don't know anybody who has a pulitzer prize but getting out of jail definitely you know um yeah and even like when it comes to like i think maybe part of that me not getting excited that i never want to meet my heroes because i feel like ultimately i'll be disappointed so like you know, I don't, I don't, I don't look at, I look at Kanye mm. as a genius. I look at Kendrick as a genius. Cole Gambi, I look at them as geniuses, but I don't you ever. You would never
1: want to meet them. I would
0: never want to meet them, and I don't, and I don't put them as higher above me. Because at the end of the day, I, I view them as humans, just like me. So mm. what what you can do, maybe I haven't, I could probably never do or achieve, but that doesn't make me ever ever less. Like I never, I'm always. I'm always thinking to where I'm always on the same not the same level
1: human level.
0: Yeah, but human like hum-
1: you're all part of a human experience. Yeah, like so you don't necessarily think of higher or below you. There's just like hey fellow yeah. being on this planet. What's yeah.
0: up? Yeah, yeah, like hey, like like I I'm you know, I'm glad that you're doing well and I'm glad that you've been put on this earth to make the art that you make and I will consume that art, but I don't think I can ever meet you. And if I, but if I ever do, I'll be, you know I'll I'll be honored, you know? Like 'cause I'll be oh crap, it's you know what it's Kanye. Huh? What what
1: would you say to Gambino if you like ran into him um at the grocery store while like buying a package of apples or something? Oh, I like
0: the way you uh I like the way you sampled <laughs> I like I like I like the way you sampled Adele on Code <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> something like that that's
1: the first thing it's like no it's like uh, I didn't know you were a Fuji man my nigga like,
0: No, no, none of that no, no like, oh, Fuji water something like that is it Fuji no Fuji
1: apples oh, fu- oh right? Fuji it's, Fiji it's apples. It Fuji
0: apples Fiji, Fiji. it's Fuji apples oh, oh yeah. my bad yeah. yeah um no I know what you mean I know what you mean yeah yeah <laughs> I mean I don't know what I would say cause I don't ever picture myself ever meeting these people so like mm-hmm. I mean I would probably say like hey man you're probably like one of the greatest right now, you know, something like that. Just and really, be like, thanks,
1: man. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, am I like, like you need you need me to buy your your food, <laughs> something like that? <laughs> Just I'm a, I'm gonna try to stun on Gambino, like I got money, bro. I ca- I can buy everything you you know you have right now in your hand.
1: <laughs> right, all oh, uh, five dollars and fifty cents worth. Yeah. What now?
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's oh. that's always been my perspective on you know, on certain artists and stuff like that.
1: Hmm. I got you. Mm -hmm. I got you. No, I mean I think that's really grounded of you. I think that's really down to earth. Me, I'd like to think I'm that way. Uh (laughs) You know, I I I really would. But okay, for example, I am the biggest Kid credit in the morning show fan. I don't know who they are, but they're based off of Dallas, Mm -hmm. and um. Uh, I'm the biggest fan of them. I've been listening to them since I was little. And then I think for my 20th birthday, I believe um, it was a little bit after the host, Kid Craddock, had passed. And it just, like, it it sent a wave through my system Mm -hmm. in that I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, obviously, life is never Mm -hmm. promised to us. Anything can happen at any moment. And if I don't take my chance now, as imperfect as it is, as much as I might make a fool out of myself and try to meet these people and at least give my condolences, then I'll regret it, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So, for my 20th birthday, I go driving up there, and so I, the week before, I had, like, been doing all these, like, mental exercises and things, just telling myself, like, it's chill, it's chill, I know they're, I I know you've been wanting to meet them forever, I know that you grew up listening to their stories, but but they're just people, they're just people, Mm -hmm. so... I just go up to them and have a regular conversation. So I go up to the studio, right? And uh, their uh, boss, they, he lets me in. I go into the studio, and I go in there to meet one particular member, Jenna. And I see her, and she comes up to me. She smiles and she opens her mouth like she's about to like say hi or something. I just burst into tears. Oh man! Like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. And, and like, the more I try to say something about, like, oh, my gosh, I loved Kid. Oh, my gosh, I love you guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you for all that you do. The worse that it got. And so uh, my friend that I went up there with, he was just standing around trying to make, like, really polite conversation about the weather and the traffic while he has, like, this girl standing next to him, like, (laughs) stop. (laughs) <laughs> <Trouble>. <laughs> oh my! God, they were the sweetest people they were the sweetest people i always tell myself that the next time that i'll meet them mm-hmm. you know i got it out of my system i'll be chill now yeah. like chill as a keyboard, man
0: right, right right, i mean but you right. it's just it's just your emotions that got the better of you which is fine i mean it happens yeah especially if you felt like you were that attached to you know those people and you have been listening to them forever so it's just that it's just that like you said earlier it's that connection that you that you feel with certain people where you feel like you almost have like a um like you almost okay. like like you like you've known him your whole life almost you know Mhm. so
1: Absolutely.
0: yeah i mean and, and just to reiterate what i was saying before where i don't really get excited that doesn't mean i don't i'm not influenced by certain people like i i definitely have been influenced by by you know by kanye and and you know cole and kendrick and you know dj Premier and just a lot of producers that are like but also like outside of music you know people like um uh, like I mean, like like John Kennedy and you know Che Guevara and um, uh, Malcolm X, uh, Sadat, Sadat, um, the former president of Egypt. You know, there's a bunch of people that I look up to. So that you've that, been
1: influenced by? Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, That's yeah, influenced
0: impressive. by and stuff like that.
1: Mm. And um, right.
0: But you know, like I said, it's just hard for me to kind of like come to, to come in terms to like actually wanting to meet and be excited by these people but yeah No, oh,
1: i gotcha i gotcha sometimes you have to have that mental game because if you do if you do actually run into these people in real life i feel like they'll be a lot more chill and cool with you if you come off as chill and cool you know the bigger hype that you make the less they're interested in actually like being like hanging out with you
0: Right, treat them treat them if like they ever
1: actually want to hang out with you, you
0: know? Right, treat them like treat them like they're human because I feel like a lot of the, mm-hmm. a lot of times they're so caught up in this world of being a celebrity that all the people around them have this certain uh attitude towards them where they feel like all the all the people around them just want to like feed off of them. And they don't yeah. and they don't they're not getting treated like how they normally would get treated by if they just had like a normal job at, you know, at walmart or something like that macy's Mm -hmm. yeah so like i
1: gotcha
0: and i think i think they'll they'll appreciate that if you just see him and like hey Kanye man um like what you're doing see you tomorrow (laughs) you know something like that
1: (laughs) right you know exactly
0: you know because sometimes you need that
1: yeah no for sure uh but i mean i don't know man i just it and Actually, like what we were talking about before with Gambino, it's like mm-hmm. I said, it's like a lot of a lot of things. Uh, they're gonna come, start coming at him now that he's in the big spotlight, both good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, he's. It, it it's cool to be weird now. It's cool to be quote unquote woke. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been woke for years now, and it it also may it kind of makes you think. You know, did. Uh, did he make the trend, or did the trend finally caught up to his es- catch up to his essence you know
0: i think i think society caught up to the to the mm-hmm. to being conscious i think as whole mm-hmm. i think i think as as things got worse uh globally as far as you know w- uh potential wars and you know dealing with um uh, Trump as president. I think society was like, you know what, let me read a book on Marcus Garvey, Garvey and see what he was talking about. <laughs> you know, like, you know, people actually yeah. started looking to the past and, you know, started realizing, okay, so this is what Malcolm X meant. So this is what uh, John-, John F. Kennedy was talking about. So this is, you know, starting the art of war and just really getting in tune into consciousness and, and you know, the higher levels of, uh, of intelligence and, some of it's kind of like like I said before some of it's kind of like a facade, man. You're just doing it because it's trendy. Like cuz you want retweets, you know. And
1: Yeah, that But there are oh, people
0: sorry, that also but, but, there are, but there also are people that are sincere about it. And you know, that's great, you know. I I would never put down somebody who's actually wanted to learn more about what, you know, how today's uh situations can be resolved if we put focus towards the right things, you know? I mean, that that's, that's great. I would never put somebody down because of that
1: right and here and that's the trick is is that uh, in a society where it's so easy to fake something or to pretend to be like a more uh, exaggerated version of something that you're not how do you separate the sincere people from the people that are just hopping on board because it's cool you know and I, I, I have a problem with that again like when I go into my Facebook page like I know the people that have been down with this particular artist or this particular wave of thinking forever, you know, and then I have people that have just now recently started catching on and so or at least that seems to me, you know but at the end of the day, it's like, how do I not know that they haven't been about this ish forever, Right. you know, how do you separate the sincere from the insincere
0: right, and I I mean to that, I really don't know, I don't have an answer it's kind of, like I said, it's it's very difficult I mean, to me, the only way to do that is like Literally talk to people because you kind of get a vibe of if they know what you're talking about. And I feel like only through conversation, you'll really be able to figure out what somebody's really about if they're really about um, this the cause or not.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, no, but uh, this new age, you know, like you, I mean, like you said, you're right, we are coming into this weird new age where. All of this stuff that was popular, and uh, another thing about when we say the word popular, what we're really meaning is now white people like it <laughs> because
0: I mean, yeah, true, like yeah, it, yeah, mainstri- whether we
1: like it or not, mainstream white am- in popularity, yeah,
0: mainstream white America, yeah, of course,
1: yeah, mainstream yeah. white America decides what's cool and what makes you look like a fool, okay, it's just like. You know the Jazz Age back in the Roaring Twenties, okay? Jazz was what invented by Black people primarily, mm-hmm. and then when we look at back when we look back at pictures and we look at Flapper girls, you know it's all sequin dress, it's all white blondes and sequin dresses and really long cigars, mm-hmm. you know the Great Gatsby and all that shit. You know mm-hmm. we're coming into that now. Now hip hop is cool. Now being quote unquote woke is cool. Now uh, phrases like uh, cray and uh, slay and uh, queen with the Right. I <laughs> K. I didn't mean to rhyme just then. It just turned yeah, out yeah. that way. Yeah, yeah. But all of that stuff is dope now. And uh, it not it is dope now because white people put a stamp on it and said, okay, we fuck with this. Mm-hmm. This is what's marketable now and this is what's going to make money because we said so. Isn't that weird?
0: I mean, that's the reality of things though. That's how it's always mm-hmm. been. I mean, yeah, Chuck Berry Essentially created rock and roll, but you know it wasn't until Elvis put a face put a face on it that people actually started you know liking it. I mean, that's always that's always been the the thing, and I'm not mad at it. It's just that's how society is over here, particularly in the West. You know, other societies, you know, it's a little bit different. But here in the West, I mean, that's what we've grown accustomed to. You know, it's not cool, quote unquote, until your 41 year old um, mom finally likes Migos or something like that. <laughs> Like, like, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's just that's how it's always been. Because until then, people look at you like, "Oh man, what do you listen to? That's garbage." Like, "Oh, what's that?" All it is is just bass that's and weird. Ba- it's just bass. It's just bass. It's just and drums and and uh, what they're just screaming and like they're rapping. But you know what's rap? You know, it's, it's just constant. It's just ignorance. Like
1: rap. It, yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, people have literally. I've I've met people like that who they they hear rap music, or they hear some sort of music, and they're like. They're just rhyming words, but I don't understand it. I'm like, yeah, 'cause you don't understand hip hop. Wow. Yeah, 'cause you 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 don't get it, like, and you never will. Like, I hate people who put down until oh, like,
1: they do, because all of a sudden they're trendy. Ricardo, hello. Come well, on. well,
0: yeah, but even then, they, they're, <laughs> even then, they're not listening to it. They just like it 'cause it sounds yeah. good. They're not listening to what pe- hip hoppers are saying. Like, it's just. But like I said, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little, you know, overworked right now when it comes to this topic because <laughs> hey, you
1: know, it's
0: okay because like. I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I do. I wouldn't say I don't have a problem with it, but you know, it's what I've come to expect throughout, you know, society, American society, when it comes to like art. Like it, this is what it is. Like, like you. Know, I mean, come on. You you hate you hate Mexicans, but you love Mexican food, right? Uh, yeah, that, that's that's how it is, right? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It almost makes me think, like, what would white people be without? minorities like think about it like in America all the dope ass food would be gone okay all the dope ass music Uh all the I mean all the dope ass uh, TV shows would be gone all we would be left would be like uh, Full House
0: Uh and
1: uh, A Boy Meets World you know I mean which Boy Meets World isn't that bad but come on
0: I love Boy Meets World I, I, love, know, I, know, I know. I know. I know. But I,
1: what I'm saying is that you would
0: <laughs> Don't talk about bologna's world like that. I love bologna's okay, world. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I
1: stepped on toast. Step toast. But I
0: know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. It would be bland. Is what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the... It would
1: be like a slice of bread with only mayonnaise. Exactly. No meat, cheese, lettuce, nothing. Bologna, not
0: the... bologna and mayonnaise. Bologna. Yeah. Like that, that's just <laughs> disgusting. And a tomato. Yeah. And one tomato. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: No, I, I know what you mean. But, I know exactly mm-hmm. what you mean. Yeah, but you know that's that's the way society is, man. No, nobody ever wants to give credit, or you know, or they just act oblivious to you know what the real deal is.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Um, yeah. I was gonna talk. We're, we're gonna talk about um. Oh, the whole thing with Gambino. So, like you said, like a lot of stuff is more. He's now more prominent, and a lot of stuff is coming to light, and. Mm-hmm. One of the big things that I've seen this week is the whole Gambino is married to. A, I don't know if he's is he married to her, to the. I think to, she's is, is, married. Okay, so I'm not entirely so we so but he had he had the white, he had the white partner, you know. Yes. Put, to put it general, he 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 he's married to a married or girlfriend, you know, whatever it is. Um, she's white, and you know, all all throughout this week, that's what I've been seeing the most. It's like, okay, how can Gambino be pro-black? Or you know, or champion for black people when he is uh, in a relationship with a white woman. Um, I want I want you to kick this off because I, I kind of got some points to make. You know.
1: So I guess, I mean, personally, as far as being pro-black goes, I don't think that I can speak much of it because I am not black. But right,
0: right, right. Yeah. But but but. Uh, right. Well, let, let's not say pro-black. But can you be? Pro a certain group of people but but date outside your race. Let's put it like that.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well uh, see and this is and this is a heady topic for me too, because this is something that I could uh, I could really speak on forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, what it is with me is I almost don't date any Hispanic man, like almost any Mexican man. Mm -hmm. I love my culture. I love where I come from. I love our food, our music. Uh, I love uh, the relationships and how we're uh, bounded to each other, and just the dynamics of it all. Mm -hmm. But the one thing, and this is for me personally, I I don't, I'm not going to speak for the black community. I cannot, if there's one thing that I had to that I had to talk about is that I cannot deal with the machismo in the Hispanic culture or the Mexican (sighs) culture primarily, which is why I could... I, I rarely ever date Mexican men. I don't think that just because you date outside your race and makes you any less Mexican. But this is coming from a girl that call, that got called a Twinkie all her life, you know, for for being yeah. in theater and, and, and only being able to speak broken Spanish, yeah, yeah. you know? So I, I think that you can still be, like, proud of where you come from and not necessarily have to date the same race. That doesn't mean that you hate Mexican men. I, I don't hate Mexican men. I just have... Trouble with, uh, we're making generalizations here with what they would expect me to be as a Mexican wife. And I don't think I could do that.
0: Right. Um, But yeah. I think, well, yeah, I mean, since I'm Mexican, I I could speak toward that. I think, go ahead. I think a lot of times we look at um, Hispanics as a whole, I guess. And I don't, I don't even like using you know, the term Hispanic, but I just use it just so people understand what we're talking about. Um, yeah, I mean it's, it's similar to you know like in the black community, like you know you see a Mexican girl with um, not me in particular, but some people would see a Mexican girl with somebody that's wh- a white guy, and you know we'll, you know we'll give a second glance, we'll be like, what the hell? Like mm. like what what why why what does he have that I don't, you know? Or like or did she turn her mm-hmm. why why did she turn her back on? On uh, you, know, on us, and then you know, vice versa. You know, you'll see a a Mexican man with you know a Asian girl, and then the girls will look at him and be like, like what? Like you, you really gonna go with a, you know, a flat Asian girl compared to a a thick Mexican? You know, like this, <laughs> I mean, this 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 is what I've heard, man. This is like these are things that I've seen. You know, these are, these are things mm-hmm. that they would say. So like,
1: did people <laughs> criticize you for your flat Asian, Ricardo? Is that what it was? No,
0: no, no. I, I've never dated. I've never dated an Asian girls. I have hooked up mm-hmm. with Asian girl but I never dated an Asian girl. No. Nah. Ah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like Asian girls, by the way, but you know. I prefer Okay. I prefer Hispanic and black women overall. That's always been my thing. Mm-hmm. But that, that's who I grew up around. So that's what I learned to appreciate. That's what, what you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what I know. So um like when it comes to the Gambino thing, I, I think it's bullshit. I, I really I really do. Like and I was seeing, like, some video, too, on YouTube as to what, like, people calling Gambino a sellout and stuff like that. And I'm like, I think once you've you you you've gotten to a certain level of, because that, that shit right there where you, you people call you a, a sellout and stuff like that, that's, like, that's like kid stuff to me. Like, wh- where Gambino is, I feel like he's gotten to a point to where he sees people not by, you know, skin tone, but by their you know, this sounds corny, but by their heart and their soul and what they really... I mean,
1: then we should all get to that level, Yeah, I mean, ideally.
0: Yeah, ideally, that's that's what you want to... That's what we want to be, but you know, people are quick to judge, and they see, you know, a black man, they see you with a white woman, and black woman would automatically be like, oh, he's sold out, you know, or he's this, or, you know, or he's that, and I think a lot, you know, once you get to a space to where... Once you get to a place, I mean... To where you can rationalize things at a more conscious and intellectual level, you finally get, start seeing people for who they really are, and you know you can't blame for somebody who they love. Ultimately, like if they love somebody, they're yeah. gonna they're gonna want to be with that person, um no no matter what it is, they're gonna find find a way to be with that person. But you can still support the cause. Like of <laughs> of your people is what I'm trying to put out. Like you can you can definitely still be pro black and date a white woman i mean it, it, it's as it's, it's crazy as it sounds almost you know because we are in america it, it's possible you know what i think a lot what i want to like put across though is that um i think it's all about time and place and what by that i mean
1: time and place
0: yeah I, by by that i mean do you think Mar martin luther king or malcolm x could have made the impact they did if they were dating a white woman Mm,
1: just think about that that's a good question Like the
0: the scrutiny that they would have faced from the black community if they were doing that do you think they would have been able to to get black people on their side the way they did
1: well definitely not malcolm x i know that
0: much exactly because malcolm was extremely
1: um he was extremely militant
0: really militant very pro-black until you know he became you know sunni muslim and you know Really to start, yeah. started seeing people for who they really were, you know, not just skin tone. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I like I said, I think it's about time and place. You have to know how, you got to be you got to be strategic. You know, you have to know, like, OK, I'm all about um, black justice, you know, moving the black race forward or moving the or moving the Mexican uh, group, Mexican people forward. But I don't don't think I could do that while dating a white woman, you know? Like, it just, you know, like, it's all about being strategic at the time.
1: I I mean, I understand that. And a a lot of that also translates over into the public relations sector of being a a public artist like Gambino. Because you're talking about uh, being strategic and saying, oh, I don't know if I can progress – the black experience and date a white woman at the same time. The thing is, is that that's the kind of shit that up until this stuff came out never went through Gambino's brain. No. Okay? Never... People in society know they're his newfound pants that all of a sudden are, like, fucking with him are suddenly like, Oh, Gambino, I've been with you forever, mm-hmm. and now you do this shit? Like, you're supposed to be... They... they without his permission, I mean, which is fine, I guess. I mean, that's the give and take of being a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put him on as a poster boy child for pro-black, especially after the whole Kanye thing like last week. And now he came out with that video like just even a couple of days later. They're going to look at him as like, oh, he's he's our new, not to say savior because that's kind of sacrilegious, but he's our new main guy now. Like this is the guy that yeah. we're going to, that's going to champion us and that's going to show us like that, being black is strong and beautiful. But Skrr, like he came out with a white woman. What? Yeah. You know.
0: And like I said, it, it's very it, abrasive.
1: It, it messes it, people over.
0: Yeah, it's very abrasive to see. Like you see that and you're just like, hold on, something's not adding up. Like how can you be this, but you're doing this? And I and it, it like I get like I get it. It does take a lot of willpower to accept the situation. But I think once you, like I said, once I think Gambino is in a place now where he's, and he's been probably like this for a moment where he, you know, he sees people beyond, you know, their skin color. I mean, ideally that's what everybody always talks about. Like, oh, I want to be equal, but, 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 you know, you're still getting, you're still no getting
1: equal. There's only proportionally equal. Yeah. There, I there mean, yeah, no equal. there
0: is no, no, I mean, there is no equality. I mean, yeah, equality is just a, it's it's fabricated. I mean, in my mind, yeah. but
1: hot take. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: do, do But do, um, do, I mean, I think at the end, of, I think when people say say equality, though, I think a lot of times they just mean respect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like respect for me as a human being. You know, I think that's what I like. Yeah. I I like that better than you know. I want to be equal. You know,
1: I, I I think what it is too, and I mean, and just to you know, be not necessarily the devil's advocate, but just speak for the other side is mm-hmm. that, um when black women in general, because it was covered kind of sort of in this episode of Atlanta mm-hmm. when they all went to Drake's house and stuff. Like there was this uh, girl that basically was having a face off with this yeah. white woman. Yeah. On the the couch. white girl.
0: Yeah. The white girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. And she turned to her and she said, it's like, you already have all the privileges in the world. Like, why can't you leave this one of us at all? He's rich, he's successful, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, because of that, you have to go and snatch him up and ruin the chance for the rest of us, which, I mean, uh, again, I hate speaking to stuff that I haven't experienced and I haven't lived through. Right. But it just. I don't personally find it offensive when I see uh, a Mexican man with like a white woman. And I don't know if I should or not, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, in my opinion, you shouldn't. Mm. I don't think, I don't think you should, but I mean, speaking to that episode, I I, I
1: don't want one. That's the thing is that, uh, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't, they're not primarily like my top choice, Uh, but Mm -hmm. that's the thing is that you think about, it's like, do all these rich and successful, weird, artsy type black men? Do black women even really want them? Because
0: I was about to say I was about to, I was about to bring that up. I I think yeah yeah you know, if 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 Gambino was just a normal guy, being as weird <laughs> as weird as he is, and this is like really sad to say, and I don't want to like generalize black women, but. <laughs> you you know this and you probably seen this. There's a lot of black women that just don't mess with the nerdy type in general, no matter if they're black or not.
1: It's not even black. It's no, a Mexican like, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like being Mexican <laughs> yeah, like yeah, being, yeah, if if you have you see like a fine Mexican girl, they are not messing with the weird type at all no
1: you're not messing with like the artsy kid with like that has his hair over his yeah. eyes in the back of the room with his little sketch pad right. you know the little mexican artists in the back mm-hmm. wow <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean yeah. you've seen that guy in the classroom right i get it like esmeralda at the front of the class you mm-hmm. know chatting with all her friends mm-hmm. she's not gonna give that guy like two i mean and the same goes for like there's a certain type of uh, woman that like traditional Mexican men wouldn't go for either like yeah. they generally don't go for the weirdos but I mean, yeah. it's, it works both ways
0: yeah and and all that's very you know there's a lot of nuances to that it's very subjective it's very um subjective to you know categorize somebody as weird because but you know generally in society somebody who's into like you know Salvador Dali and likes drawing like anime it would be viewed as like weird in high school you know yeah. Stuff like that, you know, and, you know, and here you have like the popular Mexican, black girl, white girl, whatever it is. She's not messing with that dude right there. <laughs> She's not. All right. You know, unless you're Gambino and you're weird and you have millions of dollars, and you have all these credentials. You're not you're weird not and rich and you have all these credentials under your belt. You're not hmm. getting you're not you're not hooking up with a uh, Scarlett Johansson like it's not going to happen.
1: I, I don't know. Scarlett Johansson is like l- like weird and artsy herself, yeah, but, but I get she, what you but mean. She's like famous. basically the fine basic yeah. girl.
0: Yeah, she's famous, like, though. That's the
1: thing. Yeah. 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 It all, but all, like the fine. All, all, oh, sorry. No, go you, ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just gonna say, like the fine, uh, like the fine basic, like the fine basic stereotypical guy is not gonna is not gonna tolerate the weird artsy girl for that long either you know the girl that uh likes to have like hour-long conversations about like a variety of topics or likes to draw in her spare time or thinks about you know the big picture and has different goals and stuff like all he wants like no uh, like the stereotypical fine ass Hispanic male, they don't even have to be that fine, okay? Guys don't even, guys don't have to worry about shit like that half the time. Mm-hmm. But the, they, all they want is, like, a decent-looking-ass woman to, like, cook and clean uh, for them and to, like, talk about basic-ass shit and, like, go to sleep with that at night. That's, that's the general category. For those people, men, women, black, Mexican white whatever, who want more out of life? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to find uh, you have to find your equally yoked person right, you know, and just saying that someone of some other race race or their gender, or whatever stole your man, woman, whatever that's not i i, I, I don't I don't think I, I understand that you're hurt, but if you really think about it. Did you re- would you really want them if they didn't have something that you could see would automatically benefit you? Mm-hmm, exactly. You know, um, so I don't know.
0: Just to put that out there. I've I've always liked the weird the weird girls. So I mean that's just me. <laughs> I mean, well I don't even want to call them weird. I just like the girl that that I <laughs> that I feel can present something different to the table and not be you know right. and not be basic. Pretty much like I, I've always yeah. I've always been attracted to the girls where you know I see them from a distance and I go up to them and I'm like. And then they start talking and they're into, like, you know, conspiracy theories and very, like, underground hip-hop and, like, you know, uh, looking up videos about, like, past wars and stuff like that. Like, I'm into that. Like, you know, or, or like, or like you know, unsolved uh, murders that happened in the 70s. Like, you know, when I meet a girl like that, I'm like, oh, damn, goddamn, I'm falling in love right now. You know, like. That's <laughs> But, like. I mean, that's just me. Like, I don't want to put them as weird. I just like girls who can bring something different Are to the table or into
1: different stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're
0: just into like, and they don't need need to be into like what I'm into. Like, it could be something that they that they expose me to. Hmm. You know, and through that, like, I learn. You know, because I've always i always want to learn through people. You know, I don't want them to like the same thing I do. It's cool if they do, but if you can bring something different to me and and tell me something I, that I just don't know about or I never thought about, that's that's like the dopest. That's dope as shit to me right there.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they do say that if you are, what's the phrase again? If you are the smartest person in a room, then you're in the wrong room, right? Yeah. That's what they tell you.
0: Yeah. And I've been in a lot of situations like that,
1: <laughs> mm.
0: to be blunt. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's about it. It's 119, Veronica. So. Yeah. So we gotta, you know, we gotta wrap this up.
1: Time to return to real life, yeah. Yep, yep, time yep. to work, all that mm-hmm. good stuff.
0: Yep. Uh, but yeah, man, like that was pretty much it. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, and we could have gone a lot more in depth to a lot of these topics because there was a lot of nuances in these mm-hmm. topics. But you know, time time is of the essence, so you know, That's
1: we, we got we mm-hmm. got yeah,
0: we got we got a dip. So you know, we
1: got real life to return to. <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank thank you everybody for listening. Um you know follow us on all our social media platforms you know mine is still mexican underscore Natsu, instagram twitter uh you know hit me up for for beats if you want shameless plug um and uh
1: mine uh, is mm -hmm. veronica harmonica on instagram twitter face no not facebook instagram twitter and i mean i'm not very active on anything but instagram but you're always free to hit me up and uh, i'll definitely get back with you
0: Mm-hmm. all right it's been a minority agenda podcast We're not black or white We're something in the middle and we are out
1: there's a lot of people who just like i don't like childish gambito
0: and that's good like i realize it took me a long time to realize that's good and people are like i don't like what he's giving me it's like good because you know a lot of people don't like cookies <laughs> a lot of people do yeah, <laughs> like so. It's like there's different types of shit. You know, you gotta you gotta figure out what you are. It took me a long time to like to figure out who I was and like who I was. And then once I figured that out, you just have to be that to the
1: tenth degree, to the oh, millionth degree, because no one's gonna outdo you at being you.